Now, when they were drawing near to Jerusalem at Bethphage and Bethany at the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two of his disciples ahead of him and said, Go into the next village, and there you will see a colt tied up on which no one has ever sat. Untie it and bring it. And if anyone says to you, Why are you doing this? Tell them that the Lord has need of it, and will send it back here immediately. So the disciples went away and found a colt tied to a door outside in the street, and they untied it. And some were standing there and saying, What are you doing untying the colt? And they told them what Jesus had said, and they let them go. And they brought the colt to Jesus, and they threw their cloaks on it, and he sat on it. And some spread their cloaks out on the road, and others spread out leafy branches that they had cut from the field. And those who were going before him, and those who followed him were shouting, Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the coming kingdom of our father David. Hosanna in the highest. And they came to Jerusalem, and he went to the temple. And when he had looked around at everything, the hour was late, and he went to Bethany with the twelve. Now on the following day, as they were coming from Bethany, he was hungry, and seeing in the distance a fig tree and leaf, he went to it to see if there was anything on it. And when he saw it had nothing but leaves, for it was not the season for figs, he said to it, May no one ever eat fruit from you again. And his disciples heard it. And he went to Jerusalem, and he entered the temple and began to drive out those who sold and those who bought in the temple. And he overturned the tables of the money changers and the seats of those who sold pigeons. And he would not allow anyone to carry anything through the temple and was teaching them, saying, Is it not written that my house is to be a house of prayer for all the nations? But you have made it a den of robbers. And when the chief priests and scribes heard it, They wanted to destroy him, for they feared him, because the whole crowd was astonished by his teaching. And when it was evening, they went out of the city. Now on the following morning, as they passed by, they saw that the fig tree had withered to its root. And Peter remembered and said, Rabbi, look, the fig tree that you cursed is withered. And Jesus said to him, Have faith in God. Truly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain... Be taken up and thrown into the sea and does not doubt it, but believes what he says will come to pass, it will be done for you. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you pray for, believe that you have received it, and it will be given to you. And whenever you stand praying, forgive if you have anything against anyone, so that your Father also who is in heaven might forgive you your trespass. And they came again to Jerusalem, and as he was walking through the temple, the chief priests and the elders and the scribes came to him and said, By what authority do you do these things, or who gave you this authority to do them? And Jesus said to them, I will ask you one question. Answer me, and I will tell you by what authority I do these things. Was the baptism of John from heaven or from man? Answer me. And they began to discuss with one another, saying, If we say, from heaven, he will say, Why did you not believe him? But shall we say, from man? For they all held, they feared the people, for they held that John really was a prophet. So they answered him, We do not know. And Jesus said to them, Neither will I tell you by what authority I do these things. And he was teaching them in parables. A man planted a vineyard, and he built a fence around it, and he dug a pit for the winepress, and he built a tower 
and then he leased it to tenants and went away to another country. And when the season came, he sent a servant to the tenants to get from them some of the fruit from the vineyard. And they took him and beat him and sent him away empty-handed. And another one he sent to them, and him they struck on the head and treated shamefully. And still another one he sent, and him they killed. Still many others he sent, some they beat, some they killed. He had still but one left, a beloved son. Finally, he sent him to them, saying, They will respect my son. But those tenants said to one another, This is the heir. Come, let us kill him, and the inheritance will be ours. So they took him and killed him and threw him out of the vineyard. And what will the owner of the vineyard do? He will come and he will destroy the tenants and he will give the vineyard to others. Have you not read the scripture? The stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. This is the Lord's doing. And it is marvelous in our eyes. They wanted to arrest him but feared the people. For they perceived that the parable was told against them. So they went away from there and left. And they sent to him some of the Pharisees and some of the Herodians to try to trap him in his talk. And they came to him and said, Teacher, we know that you are true and do not care about anyone's opinions. For you are not swayed by appearances, but truly teach the way of God. Is it lawful to pay taxes to Caesar or not? Should we pay them or should we not? But knowing their hypocrisy, Jesus said to them, Why put me to the test? Bring me a denarius and let me look at it. And they brought him one. And he said to them, Whose likeness and inscription are on this? And they said, Caesar's. Jesus said to them, Render to Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and to God the things that are God's. And they marveled at him. And some of the Sadducees came who say that there is no resurrection. And they asked him a question saying, Teacher, Moses wrote that if a man's brother dies and leaves a wife but no child, that that man must take the widow and then raise up offspring for his brother. There were seven brothers. The first died, leaving a wife, but no offspring. And the second took her, and he died, leaving no offspring. And the third, likewise. And the seven, all left, no offspring. Finally, the woman died. In the resurrection, when they rise again, Whose wife will she be? For the seven all had her as wife. And Jesus said to them, Is this the reason you are wrong? Because you know neither the Scriptures nor the power of God? For when people are raised from the dead, they do not marry, nor are they given in marriage, but are like the angels in heaven. And as for people being raised from the dead, have you not read in the book of Moses? In the passage about the bush, how he says to him, I am the God of Abraham, and the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. He is not the God of the dead, but of the living. You are quite wrong. And one of the scribes came up and heard them disputing with one another. And when he heard him answer well, he asked him, What is the most important commandment of all? And Jesus said, The most important is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. And you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, 
and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. And the second is this. Love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. And the scribe said to him, You are right, teacher, for you have truly stated that he is one and there is no other besides him. And to love him with all the heart and with all the understanding and with all the strength and to love one's neighbor as oneself is much more than all whole burnt offerings and sacrifices. And when Jesus heard him answer wisely, he said to him, You are not far from the kingdom of God. After that, no one dared to ask him any more questions. And as Jesus was teaching in the temple, he said, Why do the scribes say that the Christ must be the son of David? David himself, in the Holy Spirit, declared, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I put your enemies under your feet. If David called him Lord, how then can he be his son? And the great throng heard him gladly. And in his teaching he said, Beware the scribes who walk around in long robes, who like greetings in the marketplaces, who have the best seats at synagogues and the places of honor at feasts, who devour widows' houses and for a pretense make long prayers, for they will receive the greater condemnation. And he went and sat opposite the treasury and watched people putting money into the offering box. And many rich people came in and put in large sums. And a poor widow came and put in two small copper coins, which make a penny. And Jesus called his disciples to him and said to them, Truly I say to you, this poor widow has put in more than those who are contributing to the offering box. For they all gave out of their abundance. But she, out of her poverty, gave everything she had, all she had to live on. And as he was leaving the temple, one of his disciples said to him, Rabbi, look, what wonderful stones and what wonderful buildings. And Jesus said to him, Do you see these great buildings? There will not be left one stone on another that will not be thrown down. And as he sat on the Mount of Olives opposite the temple, Peter and James and John and Andrew came and asked him privately, saying, Tell us, when will these things be, and what will be the sign when these things are about to be accomplished? And Jesus said to them, See that no one leads you astray. For many will come in my name, saying, I am he. And they will lead many astray. And when you hear of wars and rumors of wars, do not be alarmed, for these things must take place. But the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. And there will be earthquakes in various places and there will be famines. But these are but the beginning of the birth pains. But be on your guard, for you will be delivered over to councils and they will beat you in synagogue and you will stand before governors and kings for my sake to bear witness to them. And the gospel must first be proclaimed to all the nations. And when they bring you to trial to deliver you up, do not be anxious beforehand about what you are to say, but say whatever is given to you in that hour. For it is not you who speak, but the Holy Spirit. And brother will deliver brother over to death, and a father his son, and children will rise against their parents and have them put to death. 
and you will be hated by all for my name's sake. But the one who endures to the end will be saved. But when you see the abomination of desolation standing where he ought not to stand, let the hearer understand. Let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains. And let the one who is on the housetop not go down and not enter his house to take anything. And let the one who is in the field not turn back and take his cloak. And alas, for women who are pregnant or for those nursing infants in those days, pray that it may not happen in winter, for there will be such tribulation as has not been since the beginning of creation that he created until now and never will be. And if the Lord had not cut short the days, no human being would be saved. But for the sake of his elect, whom he chose, he has shortened the days. And if anyone says to you, look, there is the Christ, or look, there he is, do not believe him. For many false Christs and false prophets will arise and do signs and wonders in order to lead astray, if possible, the elect. But be on your guard. I have told you all these things beforehand. And in those days, after that tribulation, the sun will be darkened, and the moon will not give its light, and the stars will be falling from heavens, and the powers of the heavens will be shaken. And then they will see the Son of Man coming in the clouds with great power and glory. And he will gather his angels from the ends of the earth, from the ends of the earth to the ends of heaven. From the fig tree learn its lesson. For when its branches are tender and it puts out its leaves, you know that summer is near. So also, when you see these things taking place, you know that he is near at the very gate. Truly, I say to you, this generation will not pass away until these things take place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. But concerning that day or that hour, no one knows, not the angels in heaven nor the Son, but only the Father. Be on your guard. Keep awake, for you do not know when that time will be. It is like when a man leaves on a journey and leaves his house and puts his servants in charge, each with their own work, and commands the doorkeeper to stay awake. Therefore, stay awake, for you do not know when the master of the house will come home in the evening or at midnight or when the rooster crows or in the morning, lest he should come suddenly and find you asleep. And what I say to you, I say to all, stay awake. It was now two days before the Passover and the Feast of Unleavened Bread. And the chief priests and the elders were seeking a way to arrest him by stealth and kill him. For they said, not during the feast, lest there be an uproar from the people. And as he was in Bethany in the house of Simon the leper, as he was reclining at table, a woman came with an alabaster flask full of ointment of pure nard. And she broke the flask and poured it over his head. And there were some there saying to themselves indignantly, why did she waste the ointment like that? That ointment could have been sold for more than 300 denarii and given to the poor. And they scolded her. But Jesus said, leave her alone. Why do you trouble her? She has done a beautiful thing for me. 
You will always have the poor with you, and whenever you want, you can do good for them. But you will not always have me. She has done what she could. She has anointed my body beforehand for burial. And truly, I say to you, wherever the gospel is proclaimed in the whole world, what she has done will be told in memory of her. And Judas Iscariot, one of the twelve, went to the chief priests in order to betray him to them. And when they heard him, they were glad and promised him money. And he sought an opportunity to betray him. And on the first day of unleavened bread, when they sacrificed the Passover lamb, his disciples came to him and asked, Where will you have us prepare for you to eat the Passover? And Jesus sent two of his disciples and said, Go into the city, and there a man with a jar of water will meet you. Follow him, and wherever he enters, say to the master of the house, The teacher asks, Where is my guest room, where I may eat the Passover with my disciples? And he will show you a large upper room, furnished and ready. There prepare for us. So the disciples set out and went into the city and found everything, just as he had told them. And they prepared the Passover. And when it was evening, Jesus came with the twelve. And as he was reclining at table and eating, he said, Truly I say to you, one of you will betray me, one who is eating with me. And they all began to be sorrowful and to say one after another, Is it I? And he said, It is one of the twelve. It is one who is dipping bread into the dish with me. For the Son of Man will go as it is written of him, but woe to that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. For it would be better for that man if he had not been born. And while they were still eating, Jesus took bread, and having blessed it, he broke it and gave it to them, saying, Take, this is my body. And he took a cup, and after giving thanks, he gave it to them, and they all drank of it. And he said, This is my blood of the covenant poured out for many. Truly I say to you, I will not drink again the fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it new in the kingdom of God. And when they had sung a hymn, they went to the Mount of Olives. And Jesus said to them, You will all fall away. For as it is written, I will strike the shepherd, and the sheep will be scattered. But after I have risen up, I will go ahead of you to Galilee. And Peter began to say to him, If they all fall away, I will not. And Jesus said to him, Truly I tell you, this very night, before the rooster crows twice, You will deny me three times. But he said to him emphatically, If I must die with you, I will not deny you. And they all said the same. And they came to a place called Gethsemane, and Jesus said to his disciples, Sit here while I pray. And he took with him Peter and James and John and began to be greatly distressed and troubled. And he said to them, My soul is very sorrowful even to death. Remain here and watch. And going on a little further, he fell to the ground and began to pray that if it were possible, that this hour might pass from him. And he said, 
Abba, Father, all things are possible with you. Remove this cup from me, yet not what I will, but what you will. And he came and found the disciples asleep, and he said to Peter, Simon, are you asleep? Could you not watch with me one hour? Watch and pray that you may not enter into temptation, for the spirit is indeed willing, but the flesh is weak. And again he went away and prayed, saying the same words. And again he came and found them asleep, for their eyes were very heavy, and they did not know how to answer him. And a third time he came to them and said, Are you still sleeping and taking your rest? It is enough. The hour has come. The Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Rise and let us go. See? My betrayer is at hand. And immediately while he was still speaking, Judas came, one of the twelve, and with him a crowd with swords and clubs from the chief priests and the elders and the scribes. Now the betrayer had given them a sign saying, The one that I kiss is the man. Seize him and lead him away under guard. And when he came, at once he went to him and said, Rabbi, and he kissed him. And they laid hands on him. And seized him. And one who was standing by drew his sword and struck the servant of the high priest, cutting off his ear. And Jesus said to them, Have you come at me as you would a robber with swords and clubs to capture me? Day after day I was with you in the temple teaching, and you did not seize me. But let the scriptures be fulfilled. So they all went away from him and fled. And there was a young man who followed, who was wearing nothing but a linen cloth about his body. And they seized him. But he left the linen cloth and ran away, naked. And they brought Jesus to the high priest. And all the chief priests and all the elders and the scribes came together. And Peter followed to a distance right to the courtyard of the high priest and was sitting with the guards warming himself at the fire. Now the chief priests and the whole council were seeking testimony against Jesus to put him to death, but they could find none. For many bore false witness against them, but their testimony did not agree. And some stood and bore false witness, saying, I heard him say, this temple made with hands I will destroy, and in three days I will build another, not made with hands. But even over this, their testimony did not agree. And the high priest came in their midst, and he said to him, Have you no answer to make? What is it that these men testify against you? But he was silent and made no answer. Again, the high priest said to him, Are you the Christ, the Son of the Blessed? And Jesus said to him, I am. And you will see the Son of Man seated at the right hand with power, coming with the clouds of heaven. And the high priest tore his garments and said, What further witnesses do we need? You have heard his blasphemy. What is your decision? And they all condemned him as deserving death. And some were spitting on him and covering his face and striking him, saying to him, Prophesy. And the guards received him with blows. And as Peter was below in the courtyard, one of the servant girls of the high priest came. And seeing him warming himself, looked at him and said, 
you also were with the Nazarene Jesus. But he denied it and said, I do not know nor understand what you mean. And he went into the gateway and the rooster crowed. And the servant girl saw him and began again to say to the bystanders, this man is one of them. But he denied it again. And later, the bystanders began to say to him, Certainly you are one of them, for you are a Galilean. And Peter began to invoke a curse on himself and to swear, saying, I do not know the man of whom you speak. And immediately the rooster crowed for the second time. And Peter remembered what Jesus had said to him. Before the rooster crows twice, you will deny me three times. And he broke down and wept. And as soon as it was morning, the chief priests held a consultation with the elders and the scribes and the whole council. And they bound Jesus and led him away and delivered him over to Pilate. And Pilate said to him, Are you the king of the Jews? And Jesus said to him, You have said so. And the chief priests began to accuse him of many things. And again Pilate asked him, Have you no answer to make? You see all the charges that they bring against you. But Jesus made no further answer, so that Pilate was amazed. Now during the feast, he used to release to them one prisoner for whom they asked. And there was in the prison, among the rebels who committed murder in the insurrection, a man called Barabbas. And they came and began to ask Pilate to do for them as he usually did. And he said to them, Do you want me to release to you the king of the Jews? For he had perceived that it was out of envy that the chief priest had delivered him up. But the chief priest stirred up the crowd to ask for him to release to them Barabbas instead. And Pilate said to them, Then what would you have me do with the man you call the king of the Jews? And they cried out, Crucify him! And Pilate said, Why? What evil has he done? But they shouted all the more, Crucify him! And Pilate, wanting to satisfy the crowd, released to them Barabbas, and having scourged Jesus, delivered him up to be crucified. And the soldiers led him away inside the palace that is the governor's headquarters, and they called the whole battalion together. And they clothed him in a purple cloak, and after twisting together a crown of thorns, put those on him. And they were saluting him, saying, Hail, King of the Jews! And they were striking his head with a reed, and spitting on him, and kneeling to him in homage. And when they had mocked him, they took off the purple cloak, and put on him his own clothes. And they led him away to be crucified. And they compelled a passerby, Simon of Cyrene, who was coming in from the country, the father of Alexander and Rufus, to carry his cross. And they brought him to the place called Golgotha, that is, the place of the skull. And they offered him wine mixed with myrrh, but he did not take it. And they crucified him. And they divided up his garments among them, casting lots for them to decide what each should take. And it was the third hour when they crucified him. And the inscription against him read, The King of the Jews. 
And with him they crucified two robbers, one on his right and one on his left. And those who passed by derided him, wagging their heads at him and saying, Aha! You who would destroy the temple and rebuild it in three days, save yourself and come down from the cross. And the chief priests and the scribes mocked him to one another, saying, He saved others. He cannot save himself. Let the Christ, the King of Israel, come down now from the cross that we may see and believe. And those who were crucified with him reviled him. Now at the sixth hour, darkness covered the whole land until the ninth hour. And at the ninth hour, Jesus cried out in a loud voice, Eloi! Eloi! Lema! Sabachthani! Which means, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And some who were standing by heard it and said, Behold, he is calling Elijah. And one of them ran and filled a sponge with sour wine, and after putting it on a reed, gave it to him to drink and said, Wait, let us see whether Elijah comes to take him down. And Jesus uttered a loud cry and breathed his last. And the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. And when the centurion who was standing in front of him saw that in this way he breathed his last, he said, Truly, this man was the Son of God. And there were many women watching from a distance, among them Mary Magdalene, and Mary the mother of James the Younger, and Joseph, and Salome. When he was in Galilee, they followed him and ministered to him. And there were also many women who had come with him up to Jerusalem. And when it was evening, as it was the day of preparation, the day before the Sabbath, Joseph of Arimathea, a respected member of the council who himself was looking for the kingdom of God, took courage and came to Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus. And Pilate was surprised to have heard he should have already died. And summoning a centurion, he asked him if he was dead. And when the centurion confirmed that he was dead, he granted the corpse to Joseph. And Joseph bought a linen shroud. And taking him down, he wrapped him in the linen shroud, and he laid him in a tomb that was cut from the rock. And he rolled a stone against the entrance of the tomb. And Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of Joseph, saw where he had been laid. Now when the Sabbath had passed, Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James and Salome, bought spices in order that they might go and anoint his body. And very early on the first day of the week, when the sun had risen, they went to the tomb. And they were saying to one another, Who will roll away the stone for us from the entrance of the tomb? And looking up, they saw that it had been rolled away. It was very large. And entering the tomb, they saw a young man seated at the right side, dressed in a white robe. And they were alarmed. And the man said to him, Do not be alarmed. You seek Jesus of Nazareth who was crucified. He is risen. He's not here. See, 
where they laid him? But go, tell the disciples and Peter that he has gone on ahead of you to Galilee. There you will see him, just as he told you. But they went away from there and fled from the tomb, for trembling and astonishment had seized them. And they said nothing to anyone, for they were afraid. This is the word of the Lord. Thank you. 